everybody. Welcome to episode 278 of Magic the Amateur. That's right. You're listening to a podcast for people who are getting better at the game of magic, just joined the game of magic, or uh, just want to be more involved in their magic communities. I'm one of your hosts, Megan. And I'm one of your hosts, Cream Cheese. Oh, man. Cream cheese is great. Yeah, I am. You can put me on a bagel and that's about it. How did you say that word? Bagel. I said it the the appropriate way. Bagel? Even though bagel is how my heart wants to say it. Bagels are great. I can't believe I said bagel. I can't believe you said it either. Wow. It was kind of upsetting when it happened. My old acting school training coming back when I least expected. What? Did they want you to have like the weird like old school like intercontinental (laughs) accent? (laughs) No, but they do. They do say, you know, this is how to make yourself sound accentless. And one is using that A instead of A. Really? Bag instead of bag. Yeah. I don't think I don't think anyone, if you said the word bagel to them, would be like, that woman doesn't have an accent. (laughs) (laughs) They'd be like, what is wrong with you? But what if I said, I really need a bagel? (laughs) I mean, that's just you. Also, that's just me. (laughs) I can't believe that you you say bagel too. Texas says bagel. Of course they do. Oh, okay. Texas doesn't say many things weird. I'll take your word for it. Yeah. On today's show, we've got uh, some really cool stuff. Megan just is hot off the plane from Grand Prix Toronto. Really? It happened just two hours ago. Yes. And she is here to tell us all about what happened at this Team Trios tournament ahead of the Pro Tour. That's right. And Battle Bond is coming out in a big way. Tons of new preview cards. Uh-huh. And guess what? We've got two preview cards for you, too. Ooh, snap. Uh, we're going to answer a couple of silly mailbag questions yeah. that you all have sent our way. And, of course, give you the five things happening in magic right now that you need to know. Before we get into the meat and potatoes of our show, and that's right, it is just meat and potatoes, no vegetables. If you want that, go somewhere else, I guess. Uh, and tiramisu for the final course. Uh, what a sick bird if I was like, I could recommend you a bunch of vegetables podcasts. <laughs> but what I'm saying is just like these, these pod- are, are like the eating vegetables. Vegetables of podcast listening. You are the broccoli of podcasts. Yeah. Ooh, but not sick good burn. broccoli, because some broccoli is good. Whoa. Wow, that is an opinion. <laughs> uh, what was I saying? I don't know. Before we get started, though, we have some people to thank. The first, of course, is, as always, our patrons. If you are a patron of this podcast over at patreon.com slash mtacast, thank you so, so much for supporting the show. If you're not a patron yet, why don't you make this the time that you do it? Say, you know what? This episode, episode 278, is the day I'm going to become a patron of the show that's part of my life, hopefully every week. You know, maybe multiple times if you watch our videos or that kind of thing. It has been a part of my magical growth and life for maybe even some years now. Maybe this is the time to make the jump. Yes. And you know, if you're like, oh man, I wouldn't be able to chip in that much. It does not matter. $5 an episode, not an episode. Well, you could. <laughs> you could. But $5 a month uh, is amazing. And it's not about the, the dollar sign contribution. It's about supporting the show, about right. being part of our MTA family and keeping the show on the air and broadcasting out of your cat's mouth. Yeah. The collective support is what really matters to us. To us is knowing that pe- somebody is out there who's willing to even throw, you know, a few cents our way. Mm-hmm. An episode really makes all the difference. And you can do it so easily in probably under a minute and a half on patreon.com slash 
MTA cast. And we're going to be developing new stuff for patrons coming up in the very near future. Here. I'm very excited about it. So get get in on that while you can. Thank you as well to Card Kingdom, cardkingdom.com slash MTA cast, the sickest place to get all of your binders, your boosters, your singles, your decks, your battle decks, and more. Yeah, everything you need at cardkingdom.com slash MTA cast. Put that link into your browser or into your phone, however you want to do it, and buy whatever you need for your magical life. They have the fast to shipping here in the West or the East or the Midwest, as it were, and uh, just wonderful, great customer service, too. It's time for your top five things to know in magic this week. That's right. First up, if you did not already see the announcement video that came out last week, Friday. two amazing people. Wow, they're just so good. Their (laughs) puns are great. Their their puns are out of this world. They really are. Who could it be? Then you do not yet know that uh, it has been announced that the next three sets coming out will all take place on Ravnica. This is crazy. I know. I'm so excited because, uh, as we said in the video, I loved Ravnica. It was our first set we ever played. RTR. Return to Ravnica. Back in the day. And we're going to go back there. It makes sense that we're going back there at least twice because we've got to cover the 10 guilds again. Yeah. Like we did 10 color pairs. And then the third one, they were like kind of mysterious about it. And it's not going to be about the guilds. It's going to be about other stuff. Like, this is something Spooky. else. Like, the culmination of the story. Maybe yeah. with the Gatewatch or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. know. A lot of speculation Nikki out B. there. So, I'm really excited for RTRTR. <laughs> <laughs> yes, please. Uh, please know that the official name is almost certainly Return to Return to Ravnica. Yeah, you heard it, it here first. It could not be anything else. That is definitely, definitely it. Uh, GP Toronto is number two on our list, in case you were uh, not paying attention. Megan, what the heck happened at this tournament? Well, there were 389 teams, and at the end, one of them won. Amazing. I never saw it coming. Right? Uh, In the top four, there are two Canadian teams. Oh, that's cool. Including a team with Jen Kratz on it. Yay! So congratulations Congratulations. to that half dozen Canadians. Which is also the name of my alt-rock band, if you want to check it out. Half Dozen Canadians. Oh, man, it's so weird because my Canadian alt-rock band is named a Baker's Dozen of Canadians. Oh, perfect. <laughs> Doesn't really roll off the tongue the same way. But neither of them really does, if we're being super honest. And it does not have 13 people in it. No. Um, also, so, so yeah, GP Toronto, it was Team Trios. We'll talk about it a little bit more later. Um, but the winning team of McLaughlin... Uh, Mc- and uh, Harabas and Xiao. Uh, and yeah, it was super sweet. They went undefeated on day one. Wow. And then they managed to carry that all the way to the title. That's awesome. It was pretty sick. Thing number three is Battle Bond. The two-headed giant format is in previews right now. So you're going to see a lot of preview cards coming your way, including ours coming up in a little bit. And we're also going to go through the new mechanics in Battle Bond. And it's important not only if you want to play a sweet two-headed giant tournament, which you'll be able to do, but also anybody who loves to play multiplayer commander, this stuff is important. Yes. All all new sweet things coming your way for Battle Bond. You can keep uh, keep up on the rolling list of previews as they're coming out by heading on over to scryfall.com. Number four is kind of related to number three. Yeah. Geosynced cards. That's right. Okay, so what the, what is the deal with this? So there are right now, um, the one that, that they are currently previewing um, is like art 
uh, by artists from uh, the China region. Yep. Um, and it's there's two planeswalkers uh, that they previewed that can that are only going to be legal for play um, in Chinese the Chinese speaking region of the world. That's so crazy, right? So some people are making jokes about this. Like, if can I do that? Can I play them legally at the Chinese embassy? Yes. <laughs> Wait, no. People were like, where can I play this legal in the legally in the U.S.? And it's like, well, technically you can play it at the Chinese embassy in the United States, but that oh. is the only place that you could legally play these cards. I can't wait till we have our planeswalkers that are legal for play only in Minnesota. Oh man, what would they be? Flannelman. <laughs> Flannelman plus one. Give one of your creatures a nice flannel. And that's like, it's like, sure, of, of course you have to know what flannel is. It's a token shirt and you put it on your creature and it gives plus one plus three because it's warm and cozy. Uh, the zero on flannel man is like, you know, eat a, eat a treat. And Did you say eat a treat? Eat, eat a treat. Oh, I heard eat a treat. And I eat was like, treat. that checks out. And the plus... And the minus four, the ultimate of Flannel Man, is somebody snowblowed your driveway for you. Wow. Holy cow. That is OP. That's great. Thanks, Flannel Man. You're amazing. Um, it's also, we're also going to have Hot Dish. Oh, Hot Dish. We'll be another yeah. Minnesota card. Oh, I love that. Soccer, but love you'll that. have to wait for the Minnesota geosynced <laughs> cards to come out. Thing number five is the return of Spellslingers. Oh, this that's is a right. cool show. Um, they had, I remember it was around slightly after we started playing, hosted by Day9, who's a pretty famous uh, gaming streamer. And it's just like various celebrities playing against Day9 in various yeah. formats and kind of teaching people the game. It's pretty cool. So it's going to premiere on the 30th of this month, which is May, in case you're keeping track, on Geek and Sundry's YouTube channel. But it's always super well produced. Yeah. And if you have friends who are interested in learning, you can tell them to check that show out as well as our series, Magic, Magic 101, 101. <laughs> on youtube.com slash mtacast. Let's look at some Battlebond preview cards. We have preview cards to bring to you. Yes. Wizards of the Coast provided us with these lovely preview cards, and we figured we're not going to beat about the bush. Let's give them to the world, Megan. That's right. Okay, so we've got... Some rares. Oh, yeah. They are rares that have partner with. Great. Uh, the first one is Regna the Redeemer. Ooh. Five and a white for a 4 4 legendary creature angel. Partner with Crav the Unredeemed. Interesting. Um, so that means when, uh, when this creature enters the battlefield, another player or you, any target player, uh, can put Crav from their hand. Uh, into their hand from their library. Okay. So you ser- they you can go search, search it, up. it up. Yeah, so whether you have it or, you know. They ha- your your partner has it. Flying at the beginning of each end step. If your team gained life this turn, create two one one white warrior creature tokens. Cool. Pretty sweet. Wow. Life gain deck. That seems yeah. fun. Regna the Regna. Redeemer. She costs six, but a four four flying body. Not too bad. No. And if you can make some life gain shenanigans happen with this, mm-hmm. uh, it's really gonna pay off. It's so sweet because like right, this is the kind of card that really you want to be attacking with. It's like yeah. a four four that you can swing in with. It's difficult to block because it has flying and it's pretty sizable. But it's sometimes it's like if you're in a race situation, you're like, what about all my like opponent's yeah. creatures on the ground? Well, it's like hey, maybe I have some 1-1s one and I can just, like, chump while I'm hitting oh. with Regna in the air. It's so great to be attacking and yet not be worried because you've got little chump blockers on the ground. Exactly. Sounds evil, oh. but... So nice. All right, so... Um, one of the many reasons I love Skittering Surveyor. Oh, yeah, Skits is Get great. Get in there, buddy. Sorry. Skits for you've president. Done your job. 
Uh, so looming in the background of her art, by the way, she's a beautiful flying angel. Yes. Is Crav, who is Crab our, the unredeemed. Our second preview guard, surprising little to no one. Yes. Four and a black for a legendary creature demon at rare. Demon. Crav is a 3-3. Three, three. You can pay oh, a partner with Regna, the redeemer, yeah. of course. Black, sacrifice X creatures. Target player draws X cards and gains X life. Put X plus one plus one counters on Crab the Unredeemed. What? <laughs> what? What? I see what's going on here. You're going to gain life. You're going to make little 1-1 one, one warriors. Then and then you, you can, can sacrifice them. them. And then you can just do it all again. And Krav is going to get huge. Wow. And gain life and drop. This is like a Sphinx's Rev on this, buddy. It's so nice. I mean, that's what Sphinx's Rev does, right? Yeah, you, you draw X cards and you gain X life. You're so right. I mean, this one has a big old creature that's getting in the way of the real clarity the and beauty. 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 <laughs> the beauty. This of happened instant. last week, too, where yes. I was saying weird words. Beauty. The beauty of Sphinx's Rev. Uh, By the way, are you excited elegance. for Sphinx's Rev to potentially come back in <gasps> RTRTR? Do you know what? A person can only hope. I mean, that was kind of like one of the defining cards for sure that came out of that. It's true, but Azor is on Ixalan, or did yeah. he get off? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know either. Oh, Azor, what's up with you? <laughs> Where are you, buddy? I don't know. Uh, so, I, I mean... A person can dream. Okay. As someone said, imagine you have you have a Teferi and you ultimated it. So every time you draw a card, you can exile a permanent that your opponent has. And you just cast a Sphinx this rep. Never mind. I don't want this card to be printed. This sounds terrible. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, those are our two preview cards. Pretty sweet. They partner excellently together. Yes, they certainly do. Um, as many of these partner cards you know are meant to i also love that like again we're seeing a set for the first time that's like really focused on two-headed giant yeah so it's like regna says uh if your team gained life this right. turn so does that count you if you're just playing this into it if you're just playing this in command i believe you get to count as being on your own i'm team. on my own right, but i think you get to be on your own team <laughs> I hope everybody's on their own team out there. Exactly. Like, me too. So I think that it counts if it's just you. Okay, great. Great. <laughs> but we've seen a lot of really cool uh, cards that have partner with and stuff from uh, various pros and people out in the community have been previewing a whole bunch of cards this week. Yeah. So it's pretty fun. We, uh, on, the, on the video that we were in, we previewed Peer and Toothy Imaginary Friend. Oh, so Imaginary cute. Rascal, that Peer. Yes. And Toothy's real cute. Toothy's so cute. Big Toothy Monster. Mm-hmm. But lots of cool cards there coming out yeah. as well. Pure Imaginative Rascal. Cute. You know, there's uh, going to be some sweet reprints coming with Battle Bond 2. And mm-hmm. uh, the one that's got the most buzz is Doubling Season. Ooh, that's right. Uh, it's being reprinted at Mythic here. <laughs> Seems right. Where it ought to be. Uh, for an, a green, for an enchantment, if an effect would create one or more tokens under your control, it creates twice that many of those tokens instead. If an effect would put one or more counters on a permanent you control, it puts twice that many of those counters on that permanent instead. So this is a card that we played with in the original Modern Masters. Yes. And Megan seemed to open every draft. I was about to, like, <laughs> literally, I don't know that I did a Modern Masters draft where I didn't open a copy of Double Inc. It's Inc. insane. Um, it was to the point where I 
was like, I sat down at a draft one time and I was like, I need to not draft salads. I like open a cracker pack and I'm like, I can't draft salads. It's only honestly at its best with doubling season, like which yeah. is a rare. I won't. And then sure enough, pack two, I opened a doubling season. I was like, all right, figures. The universe is figures. trying to tell you something. Exactly. Doubling season. Augur spree, a removal spell from Ooh. Return to Ravnica. Yeah. Is back in Rakdos colors. One black Redford instant target gets plus four, minus four until end of turn this is a card that taught me about minus as a as a way to destroy creatures kind yeah, of yeah it sure did right remember that back when it was like what what um yeah, yeah. oh lots of cool reprints doomed Ooh. traveler is back we've got look at this card Rushblade commander black and a red for a creature azra warrior uh warriors your team controls have haste oh that's kind of cool yeah right so you can uh, draft around each other mm-hmm. tr- each other's cool cards that you're taking in draft and if you weren't here for when we talked about how uh battle bond's gonna work with draft you and your partner are picking cards at the same time in the draft yes so you can s- see what each other takes and you're essentially in the same seat and you take two cards out of one pack yeah oh uh we haven't talked yet about the kenrith siblings okay here they are i really love in this art like each of their respective arts they're standing like back to back yeah in pieces a whole and it's, it's just cool. showing them from their angle yeah it's pretty <laughs> sweet uh yeah so we have rowan um she's four red red uh with four loyalty plus two during target players next turn each creature that player controls attacks if able minus two it deals three damage to each tapped creature target players control target player controls uh minus eight target player gets an emblem with whenever you activate an ability that isn't a mana ability copy it you may choose new targets for the copy pretty sweet and uh partners with will they're twins yee two blonde twins don't be afraid (laughs) (laughs) you know oh the history of uh, I won't go into it, but if I see it, it's like children of the corn. They're adult children of the corn. That's what I see when I look at them. (laughs) I'm sorry. Anyway, what does Will do? (laughs) I don't watch spooky movies, so I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, you're safe then. Uh, Will, for Blue Blow, uh, for loyalty, plus two until your next turn, up to two target creatures. Each have base power and toughness, O, three, and lose all abilities. Seems pretty good. Uh, minus two target player draws two cards until your next turn instant sorcery and planeswalker spells that player casts cost two less to cast minus six target player gets an emblem with whenever you cast an instant or sorcery spell copy it you may choose new targets for the copy cool pretty sweet yeah these two planeswalkers can be your commander and can be partners look at them they're partnering together yeah adorable they're gonna fight they're gonna fight right that's what's happening they're getting ready to fight oh yeah for sure they've got long swords in their hands <laughs> long swords and what do you use a long sword for if not to fight <laughs> let's talk a little bit about some of the uh, mechanics that are coming with battle bond besides partner with yeah which we talked about because we if you may you may recall on an episode earlier we tried to predict some of the mechanics from battle bond yeah and I want to say that we got this one right. Maria remembers this. I don't. I remember it because I believe I said this one. So <sighs> I think that's why I remember it. Makes sense. <laughs> assist. Okay. Assist. A player. Uh, 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 another player can pay up to 
whatever of the spell's cost is yeah. what assist And it does. looks like it looks like the assist cost is usually um, up. It's up to the generic mana cost of the spells. Sure, that so makes like sense. we have charging Binox. <laughs> Seven and a green for a seven five with trample assist. Another player can pay up to seven of this spell's cost. Yeah. So they can't help with the color mana cost, but they can help with that generic mana cost. That's pretty cool. Like play of the game is six white white and has assist for six. So you could potentially just pay two white mana and somebody else and plays your, six. And uh, your partner plays pays six. Yeah, exile all non-land permanents. Yeah. Okay, that'll clear things up. Yeah. Okay, people have been saying, I wonder how this is going to work in Commander. If it's just like, oh, hey, yeah. do you want to pay part of this spell's mana cost? If you do. I won't use it on you. I won't attack you. Oh. We'll be, we'll be partners until the end. Yeah, another card that's like basically like that is this huddle up for two and a blue. I love this. <laughs> two target players each draw a card. So you can be like, okay. If you help me pay this, I'll you can draw the card. I love it. Great. Assist two on that card. Pretty sweet. Pretty sweet. Uh, I'm really excited to draft this. I've never done a 2HG draft. No, me either. It's going to be really cool. What's it even going to be like? Yeah. I mean. Um, and I was going to say, someone just tweeted at us the other day being like, hey, I haven't played in a long time. Uh, I want to go to an event at my local store. Sure. Like, what's the best kind of events to go to? And I was immediately just like, go to pre-releases. Like, yeah, they're absolutely. great. Everyone's super nice. Everyone has the same level of experience with the cards because they're just brand new. Yeah. Um, and doing something like this, especially if you're just like, hey, like, bring a buddy and, like, play this. Absolutely. Um, you're going to have such a good time. I can't think of really, like, a more perfect first event to go oh, to. Totally. When you're coming back to the game. Here's another new mechanic in the set. It's called Support. Oh, yeah. Wait, it, this isn't new. We is, had this before. We, we have, yes. Oh, you mean this is one that's going to be in it? Yes, it's going to be in it, and you can put, you can put support, you can put counters on other yeah. people's creatures. <laughs> so, not just you. You, know, you never wanted to do that before, <laughs> at yeah. least when we were playing with support originally. Um, but uh, for exa example, Expedition Raptors 3, white, white, for a flying bird Two two burb. When it burb. enters the battlefield, support two. Put a plus one plus one counter on each of up to two other target creatures. So yeah, you can help your partner make their yeah. creatures better. It used to be you'd always be like, just mine. Just mine, thanks. Just mine. But now you'd be like, and yours. And yours. We also have a friend or foe. Yeah, this this is also a very political uh, mechanic nice. here in uh, Battle Bond on Piers Whim, which costs three and a green for sorcery. For each player, choose friend or foe. Okay, so you're already making decisions here that are going to friend. ruin friendships. Foe. Each friend, friend searches their library for a land card, puts it on the battlefield, ta uh, tapped, then shuffles. Each foe sacrifices an artifact or enchantment they control. Wow. <laughs> Can you imagine if you called yourself your own foe? I would like to be foe. I am my own foe. I mean, you know, there's pro there's probably something you could set up where it'd be beneficial to you. But yeah. that's crazy. It's yeah. pretty sweet. So Commander is one of those formats where, you know, it's political. You've got to make choices. Yeah. You've got to make alliances. and. But also you can see it being 2HG being like, oh, hey, yeah. me and my teammate are both we are going to be friends. friends. And you. And you're both foes. Foes. Nice. Yeah, I love it. Um, it's going to be super awesome. fun. And they're going to be running a Battle Bond two-headed giant events at Grand Prix Vegas actually coming up next month. So if you're going to be down there at the biggest Magic tournament of all time, maybe take advantage of it and play some uh, Battle yeah. Bond 2HG because 
think that'll be pretty pretty dang sweet. It's gonna be real awesome. Yeah, super excited for draft as you mentioned because it's so unique. Same. You know, like what's it gonna be like when you're both picking cards out of the same pack? Thanks to Ultra Pro for being one of our sponsors of the show. UltraPro.com or CardKingdom.com slash MTACast is the place to find all the super sick Ultra Pro gear you need to be the best magic player you can be. That's right. They have life total trackers that are abacuses. Yeah. So you can go to a GP or an FNM with an abacus and keep track of life totals and everyone will be super intimidated by how smart you are. But if you're at a GP, also write down your life totals. Also write down your life totals. That is required. But if you're just hanging out with your friends or whatever, it's yeah, super cool. Just be like, hey, I can use an abacus. Can you? And the answer is often no. Because like when you're playing with your friends or whatever, you don't always want to sit down and pull out a pen and paper no, track you don't. like that. And these are sweet. They're really cool. So much of the stuff that Ultra Pro has is sweet. Legit. So- Go Heavy metal, golden abacuses for keeping track of your life total. Everybody loves these fun little packs where you can rip tokens. Those, yeah. You know, like the, the, the relic tokens. The relic tokens. Those oh, are super cool. Great. Ultra Pro sells those. Maps of Dominaria playmats, as we mentioned before. Beautiful. Beautiful binders. That's right. And if you're like, do you know what? I don't have a, a Karn to play in my standard Modern or Legacy deck. You could have a Karn playmat. That's right. And you could play it in whatever format you're playing. And maybe so how about that? Karn will smile upon you if he could. And <laughs> a Karn will be opened in your next draft. I can't say I can guarantee it, but can't I? <laughs> UltraPro.com. <laughs> <laughs> Get a wrap up of Grand Prix Toronto for the person who was there. That's right. Do you know what? Karn. <laughs> the end. This has been our Karn. This has been our GP Toronto wrap up. <laughs> Moving on to the next topic. Karn is everywhere. It's a Karn festation up in here. Yes. Karn is like a series of mice. That are all living in your home, except your home is the game of magic. Oh yeah. And instead of a mouse, it's a giant silver golem. I told you about how I found a mouse in my house dead behind something, and it was rigamortist. <laughs> That's right. You did tell me that. That's, That's never so creepy. something you want to just stumble upon. No. But I did. Just a mouse? A rigamortist mouse. Yeah, but it's not as good as when I was little, and my mom put her foot in her winter boot, and a dead mouse ah! was inside. <laughs> ah. Quote, unquote, not as good as. Oh, boy. Get mouse. Anyway. You were there doing text coverage, typing the types, talking to the talks, yep, finding yep. out what was going on. I really... Why do you say Karn is the thing? Is it just everybody's playing it? There was, there was Karn in every, of the, uh, of, uh, in every format. Really? So the way Team Trios works, um, for people who are uh, unfamiliar, is there's three people on a team, obviously, yeah. as per the Trio. usual... Uh, and they each play one of either standard, modern, or legacy. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's pretty sweet because you get to see it. Like you get to see some standard, and you get to see some modern, and you get to see some legacy. I love it's team trios. Yeah, exactly. It's really cool. Uh, and you don't have to worry about those pesky deck 
building construct like no. rules, construction rules. Like Team Modern or whatever. Exactly, where you can't like have any decks that like share cards between them. Right. Um, and this is just like, who cares? Because they're all three different formats. And some people were like, okay, there were teams that had Karn in all three of their decks. That's so wild. In all three. So is it time for a rule that says it's the same as Team Unified Modern? I don't think so. Because Team Unified I, Trio. I don't think that you could reasonably do that for Legacy and Modern, just because they both have so many fetch lands in them. Sure. Where it's just like you're really, really... And like people, you know, for the most part, Legacy is one of those formats where it's like a person has the, the legacy deck that they have. Yeah. And that is it. And it's like, well, I'm not going to play a different legacy deck because <laughs> I, this is the one that I own. Yeah. That's a good point. <laughs> um, so what the heck? Tell me what, okay. So in standard, okay. Karn is like doing its thing. It's in so many different decks right now. Yes. Getting okay. you card advantage, Karn advantage as yes. I like to say. Um, so, Let's see. I hold on just a second. I'm like trying to trying to find, find my you, what you wrote. My own article. It's like that. What's go, living outside it. your brain here? It really is. Okay, so um, we have standard. Yes, right? and we had the big takeaway from GP Birmingham. Black red vehicles. Black red vehicles. Yeah. Still a thing. Still a thing. It's been a thing for basically forever now in some form. Yes. Still and now it has shifted yet again. Yeah. Uh, and now there are bla there is black red vehicles. Uh, some of them have Karn. Some of them do not. Okay. Some of them are like, yes, Karn. And some of them are like, no, Karn. Uh, then there's still white black vehicles, <laughs> obviously. They just split into two. It's, Those all it, it have went Karn. Under, it went under with cell mitosis. Yeah. Boop. Uh, black green constrictor was a big one, which I was kind of surprised about. I thought that it was all going to be like, if anyone was playing a green variant, yeah. I felt like mono green. people were going in the direction of like mono green. Yeah. Like with, with steel, steel leaf, leaf champion, champion five, and four, four, Galta three. and just like turbo galting yeah. people. Um, but no, there were lots of snacks. Black Lots green constrictor. Yeah. yeah, I ran up against a lot of black green constrictor day one of Grand Prix Seattle. I yeah. was quite happy to do so as I had solemnity in my sideboard, which stops nice. any counters of all yeah. kinds. Anyway, yeah, um, that's interesting. So, and then there was mono red aggro, still a thing. Uh, we did have a little bit of that mono green. We did have obviously white blue control. Yeah, that's been a deck. Is now. on the rise. Uh, people seem to like it quite a bit. Um, and from what I've heard, it's good against the black red deck. Okay, well, yeah, I bet sweet. it's gonna see more. So plays if you well. like have an opportunity to play something that's against good against black red, you're probably gonna take it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and then there was you know there was some random stuff floating around in there. There is like a white blue historic deck. Cool. Which you can find the with list Mox in the Amber in the highlights. I don't remember. I know that it was like flashing in rafts and using rafts to flash in lots of other things. Into it. Hold on, we can look at it. I need a new deck because I was telling Megan I was playing SRAM just for fun to see how it was right now. Yeah. Uh, and it's uh, sad to say, sad to report, terrible. <laughs> so, uh, raft. This deck has two rafts, but remember, like raft lets you flash in any historic stuff. Yeah. So it has. Let me tell you these things that count as historic. Gideon of the Trials. Slash it in. Uh, historic. Uh, wait. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Artifacts, legendaries. Yeah, because Planeswalkers are technically legendary now. Um, so Gideon's, Lyra's. Slash it in. Torrential Gearhulks already had flash. 
Walking ballista as an Ick. artifact has flash, so you can flash in a walking ballista. I'm mad about that. That card already had everything. You can flash in a history of Benalia. <laughs> you can flash in a Teferi hero of Dominaria. Okay. Right? I don't know. I was tickled by this deck. This deck looks cool. Yeah. I like it. There's also a real weird mono black deck, but... I love the mono black deck in standard. It's so weird. It's so weird. We talked about on the show last week, you're playing Dreadshade and you're and you're being able to kick Jasu Vess. And oh, this one is, wasn't even doing that. Oh, they, they're just like, we're not going to mess around with that. No. They're just going to play the they're giant demon. Like, they had like some ravenous chupacabras. Oh, okay. Yeah, I haven't seen that version. Um. So yeah, that was that. There was still a white blue cycling. That was cool. <laughs> That's still around, huh? Yeah. Still hanging in Paolo there. Paolo Domodorosa playing white-blue cycling. I like that. Good old Paulo. All right, what was going on in modern? Humans. Moving on. Yeah, that makes sense. Ugh, I hate humans. Humans I'm top I'm sorry deck. for listeners who enjoy the humans deck, but also, why? <laughs> because it's one of the only good, quote-unquote, fair creature strategies. But why? You Would you enjoy playing creatures? Why? <laughs> There's so many exciting things that you can do in modern, and what you're choosing to do is Ether Vile and a meddling mage. <laughs> no, thank you. I'm on the humans train. Well, I'll play humans if I can't play my bogs. That's what barf. I play with next. I don't like it. Barf. You know, just want to play some creature swing. Basically, make my own standard. Look, I'm just saying that there's so many exciting things that you can do in modern, and that's what you're picking. Yes, that's the most exciting for me. What about that? <laughs> affinity is on the rise again though good you know i feel like affinity is one of those decks it's a little bit cyclical yeah like it sometimes is. it's on it's waning and there's it's, it's waning and wax yeah like the moon the affinity is like the moon affinity is like the moon much like the moon is made out of colorless robots <laughs> affinity is as well but what do you see when you look at the moon oh a bunch of colorless robots, robots. <laughs> i mean it's gray the, it's reflective. Yeah, it does have like texture to it, so it, it's it. not one, all one thing. The moon landing was fake. All it of this makes more sense than if you made out of cheese. Correct. Yeah, which why is what I learned in school. Look, if you really think that the moon was once an asteroid that crashed into the Earth and then broke off again and fell into orbit around it, how is that less unlikely? <laughs> how is that more likely than it being made of robots? Great point. See, great point. See. Perfect. I like to teach logic. people things on this show. Flawless logic. Green, Anyways. white, hexproof. Yep. Number three. You're Just call it what favorite. it is. It's very fancy name. <laughs> I know, right? But I feel like that's the name to make it like legit. Yeah, if like boggles. Like, this is a real deck. <laughs> Those boggly boys. All right. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Number three. In uh, the Jessica Archetypes. Control. I like this yeah, deck. Yeah, that's a good this deck. This deck is playing Teferi now. I believe it. There are many copies Seems of Teferi and Jeskai Control. Uh, then, do you know what else is on the rise? No. Kark Clan Ironworks I knew combo. it would be. I knew it would be. KCI combo. People were like, oh, if Matt Nass can win a GP with that deck, I'm sure I can play it. Can you? Is my question for you. Can but you? But Kark you? Yeah. It's, it's but Kark, so you annoying. What you should, but Clan you? <laughs> There we go. There <laughs> okay. we go. I mean, like, yeah, it's a, oh, a bad deck. Yeah. I can't say it. I mean, like. It's cool. I do think it is cool. It's very cool. I'm thinking it's a cool thing that exists. But when you are just sitting there for 10 minutes while your opponent is attempting to go off, it doesn't feel great. Yeah. It's also very consistent. Yeah. Anyway. 
Yeah. Uh, then we have Black Red Hollow one, uh, some Jund, some Mardu Pyromancer, and a couple of trailing Death Shadows decks that just won't let go. Yeah, what the heck happened to Death Shadow anyway? I think humans is just generally not great for it. Oh, yeah. Right? Because you're just like, they make this like whole suite of creatures. And then like, and boom, you're boom, just boom, like, boom, 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 boom. Oh, I'm just dealing myself damage. Exactly. Like, I'm dealing myself <laughs> damage and I have one creature that I'm trying to kill you with and you have to... Just- 10. Everything in your library. You have literally everything. Yeah, whenever I played Boggles versus Death Shadow, I was like, yes, please continue to deal yourself damage. This is great exactly. for me. Exactly. <laughs> um, and, you know, I think it's that, like, also one of, like, the really good cards in Death Shadow for a while was um, Stubborn Denial. Yeah. Which can only hit non-creature spells. And when you see, like, creature spells yeah, are kind of yeah. on the rise again with humans and affinity and even, like, hexproof up there. Right. It's like, well, Stubborn Denial all of a sudden looks really sad. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's a one mana hard counter to spells that you're not casting. <laughs> Oh, this sits in my hand doing nothing. Great, 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 great. Excellent. So, and uh, yeah. just what's a real quick, What's a, what was the real quick story of Legacy Grixis Delver number one? Okay. Obviously, and then four color Leovold and control decks. Yeah. Um, yeah, there were like more elves than I was expecting. I always love watching elves in, in Legacy. It's, it's cool. It's just like the supercharged version of modern. You can do even, like way wilder things. And you get to play, you get to get hoofed. Yeah, you get to hoof people. <laughs> oh, as I mentioned, so Affinity is the deck in modern that's playing Karns. Okay, like yeah. It's in all three formats. Makes sense. Because um, you can just be like, Karn comes in with five loyalty. You can be like, minus two, make a construct that's like a seven, seven. Next turn, just minus two it again. Yeah. And make another seven, seven construct. And it's like, okay. And you have a Planeswalker Karn. in play. It's great. Karn's great. Also, someone was playing an Antiquities War in their affinity list. Just a really? Oh, Antiquities War. Ah, and then spicy. Mono Red Prison is the deck in Legacy. Yes. That had Karn in it. Also, I had to watch a Mono Red Prison mirror. <laughs> it made me hate magic. <laughs> I mean it in the nicest way possible. <laughs> Watching a Mono Red Prison Legacy match mirror. I was like, I hate this. I hate the game of magic Because right these now. decks are just trying to lock each other out from being able to do anything. It's just the dumb. It was the dumbest match of magic I've that's, watched that's in my life. That's actually funny. Shout out to Zach Elsick who was playing in that match. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, but literally, grody. I mean, you're watching it and it's literally two decks who's like, whose job is to just like hate out all of the other decks. Yeah. And it's like. Well, now you have to proactively try and kill someone who's also just trying to hate you out. Sounds fun. Oh, like they both had just like multiple copies of Ensnaring Bridge on the battlefield. And you're like, this is disgusting. No. Everyone has blood moons out. And you're like, great. No. Okay. <laughs> Not into it. And Playing as we Goblin said. Rabble Masters and then just like killing them. <laughs> Standard. A bunch of decks are actually playing Karn. Yeah. So. Yep. Exactly. Get so. your cards while you can. They're like currently about 60 bucks. Yeah. And I don't see that going anywhere. Neither do I. Not after Being that report. Honest. You cracked yeah, one at the pre-release. I d- I've been thinking about that. I'm mm-hmm. like, I need to find that deck box. <laughs> I just stashed it somewhere. Ooh, I mean, it's somewhere. Mm-hmm. It is somewhere. Um. Yeah. So that's, you know, that's a little bit of it. 
Well, that's pretty cool. Yeah. And that, we're also getting kind of from our standard report, uh, we can kind of see the shape of how standard is going into the pro tour coming up here in a couple yeah. of weekends. Two weekends away. Two weekends away. It is but two weekends away. Two weekends hence, we shall see the best players of the game throwing their spells across the room and onto a table. What if you had to like to cast your card, you had to stand at the other edge of the room and, and, and toss then, like, it like a frisbee yeah. till it landed perfectly on the battlefield. Like the one from uh from Oh yeah Unstable. From Unstable, where you had to do that. Yeah. Harder than it looks. Harder yeah. than it looks. It was <laughs> difficult. It was difficult. Yeah, but I, I just can't believe a Pro Tour is coming up. It's crazy because the Pro Tour is now much, much later than they used to be. They yeah. used to be like one weekend after. Yeah, like there, there was, was a like, pre-release. There was like the pre-release, then the then GP, GP, and then, and then Pro the Pro Tour. Tour. And now it's like, we have time. We've had 100 years since this, Like the, the format pre-release. has like developed. Yes, this is a th- real thing. Like we've got all these mono red decks running around. We've got, as you mentioned, mono pack. We've got vehicles everywhere. Blue white control. Blue, like, yeah. Yeah. It's great. So, oh, uh, also for people, we talked about elves last week. Because yeah. Someone asked a question yes. about it. Um, Eduardo Sajgalic, uh, played a green, white elves that had a one of Shalai in the main board <gasps> and the, in the main deck. Fun. And then a one of Shalai in the sideboard also. That's the one that gives you and creatures you can, contr- other creatures you control hexproof. I'm into it. I obviously. know. Right. I was like, this is super sweet. Also, he made a bunch of elf tokens and they were all him. <laughs> He just said because he has card. his own pro tokens. And Shalai can give counters to everybody, too. Yeah, exactly. You want to like beef up your little elf yeah, buddies. Yeah, if you like, haven't found an Azuri or something, you have a bunch of mana, you can just be like, put counters on all my elves. I love it. It was pretty sweet. I really enjoyed it. <laughs> Anyways. Anyways, that's that was Toronto. That's Toronto. Hashtag Canada. City of dreams. <laughs> <laughs> what they call Toronto, right? <laughs> Okay, everybody loved this segment so much, we're already bringing it back. That's right, everyone. Welcome to another edition of What What is is This Card? What is this card? First up, I want to be annoyed by Goblin Chain Whirler. Oh my goodness. Oh, hey, do you know what Red needs? It needs a 3-3 first striker for three mana. That's that's reasonable. I mean, it can only block literally every other card in the format. You already had Rampaging for Austin on for three, three, for three. What? And it got banned. It got banned. banned. So we're just going to make another one? And this one, guess what? It deals one damage to all of the other creatures around. And players. Sorry. And planeswalkers. Wizards of the Coast, did you not want anybody to play a deck that had weenie creatures in it? Did you just hate all white ones? You were like, let's reprint Lanolar L. And then let's make it unplayable. Unbelievable! Unbelievable! Goblin chain wound. What is this card? What is this card? You're on notice. All right. Up next. Walking Ballista. Walking Ballista, I hated you from day one, and guess what? My hate has only grown stronger. It's like an egg inside me that's been gross. <laughs> no, 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 walk It's it like back. an egg that I'm cooking on the stove. Perfect. And it was a hate egg, and it's turned into a hate, it's turned into a hate souffle, because you are just ridiculous. That's right. I don't have to do anything except remove counters off of you to deal damage to stuff. I don't even have what? to tap you. What? And do you know what? Sometimes I look at Walking Ballista, I'm like, you're still here? Yeah. Because it's just been around from the first, you know, it it hit standard and it hasn't left. Walking Ballista, why don't 
Don't you overstayed your welcome. That's right. Get out of my house. We're made for walking all over you. Walking ballista. Walking ballista. What is this card? Up next, Dread Shade. I don't understand why you hate this one, but okay, you go for <laughs> Another it. Another three, three for three. It costs black, black, black to cast it. And what? You get plus one, plus one for every time you pump it for a single black mana, but it doesn't have trample? Do you know get what? out of here. I can get behind this because why does it get plus one, plus one? Why can't I just get a respectable plus one, plus all? That would be decent. That would be that decent. That would be the lady, ladylike thing to do. <laughs> Dread shade. Dread but instead, shade. you're just like plus one, plus one every time, <laughs> so that I become so big that nothing kills me, and I can't chump block you because all my one ones are dead. <laughs> Goblin chain whirler. What is this card? What is this card? Commit to memory. What is this card? Why does it go somewhere random in my deck? I don't, I know it doesn't technically go somewhere random. You're putting it under the the top X cards in my library. But do you know what's dumb? That. You know what? Why don't you commit to something and just bounce my card back to my hand or the That's top of right. my library? That's Make right. Make a decision. Exactly. Who chose the number of cards that it goes under in my library? The second from the top? The third from the top? Was someone just like, hey, what's your favorite number between one and five and the person was like two <laughs> and you know what else i learned recently putting a creature under some number of cards in your deck is referred to by some magic players as tucking and i said i watch rupaul's drag race and that's not what that word means commit to memory what is, what is this card? card and on behalf of all players who play arena settle the wreckage what is what this, is this card? card you all don't have access to stuff like fumigate so you've been left with settle the wreckage is all that's out there that's right and you have to live in constant fear of your creatures being killed what is this card it's an instant you're like should i attack with all of them that would be the best attack but should i because they could every could get exiled. All of them. And do you know what? Sure, I get some basic lands out of my deck. But that's the most consolation, consolation prize that ever got given to someone as a consolation for not having creatures anymore. Settle the wreckage. I'm going to settle your wreckage. What is this card? Take a peek inside our mailbag. That's right, everyone. We've got a couple <laughs> of questions from Mail Santa. <laughs> <laughs> I always grew up with female Santa. <laughs> but in this case, male Santa will answer these questions. No, male Santa brought the letter. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> friends at oh, oh, female santa oh. i just remember that in this episode anyway all right <laughs> jamie the gemma emma asks should all goblins be required to wear hard hats for protection like skirk pr- prospector? prospector only if they're prospectors only if they're working in the mining industry yeah um these days goblins can have a whole lot of careers which is great yeah they can um, be anything exactly so i think if it's work appropriate uh, or work necessary, then yes, they should wear hard hats, like, but they don't need to wear them. Goblin Chain Ruler's not wearing a hard hat, and he's definitely wielding some heavy equipment. I really wish that he was wearing a hard hat. All right, great point, Jamie. We need to work harder on that. Yeah. 
Um, M. Empty asks, what would your card be if you had partners with co-host? Oh, so um, we make our own battle bond cards? Yeah, so mine would be Jeez. Um, Megan, podcast co-host. Oh, wow. Uh, let me think about this. Treasure Cruise. Obviously, so does partner with. And yeah. then, yeah, basically my card, <laughs> my card just says, um, my card says seven and a blue tap, uh, draw three cards and you can, you can use Delve to pay that, <laughs> to pay that cast, to yeah, pay that, that ability cost. Mine is Maria podcast co-host, and uh, when you cast it, distribute pants to all of your other creatures, so that you can have any. <laughs> well, this is way, way too good. <laughs> I was gonna say, put any auras in your hand just on them. <laughs> Do you know what? As long as your casting cost is high enough, or like you have, maybe that's an activated ability. Yeah, activated ability probably. Put an aura from your hand onto on attach it to a creature. Creature. Yeah, that's pretty busted. And it can it can be a creature. Let's say that my my tap ability has like assist so that also it's like delve sure. and we can both pay it. Okay. And yours has like you can put your auras on my creatures. Nice. I love that. Sweet. Okay, we just All right. we broke there battle bond. It's great. <laughs> it's great. Andy plays MTG. <laughs> what poor unfortunate soul considers Chantilly, Virginia to be equivalent to Washington, D.C. for GP naming purposes? We hear you, Andy. Yeah, we've been Look, here before. We wish that we were going to be down by the tall, pointy building or the place where Abraham Lincoln sits. But <laughs> what if we had GP Abraham Lincoln's lap? And we That'd just, be great. We just played in his lap. Yeah. Um, those are also the names that I have supported renaming all of the monuments in Washington, <laughs> D.C. to. So you can find you can find my what's the my change.org petition. <laughs> Searching change.org the place slash where Abraham Lincoln sits and the, the tall place where Abraham pointy Lincoln thing. Uh, you know, but also Chantilly, isn't that a kind of cream? And isn't it a kind or of lace? Wine? And song? Or lace? Maybe it's all fancy. All things. of this thing, yeah. My point is it sounds like a fancy place. Yeah, very nice. But we're sorry. It's no. not us. We, we, are, we will we be in D.C. Yeah. We call it GP Dulles because it's by Finger that airport, quotes. right? Is it? I think so. It's by Dulles Airport. Oh, okay. Um, Great. Singularity26 asks, if you had partner with, who in the magic universe would it be? Well, Ob. Slippery box. <laughs> yep. Okay. Okay. Mine would obviously be Treasure's Cruise. Yeah. So there we go. Yeah. <laughs> In a reference to... It's partner with... Mine is partner with a sorcery. Yeah, you're partnered with a sorcery. Who cares? Who cares? Who cares? We, we get control here. In uh, my world, Treasure Cruise can be your commander, so... That's true. And I be, you mean, you basically got it with Azor, yeah. in a way. Uh, Soaring Show-Off. Was this card previewed for uh, Battle Bond? Yes. Soaring Show-Off. In reference to that card, is the magic community uh, going to support... Uh, what did it say? Peacock Person Tribal. Oh, and now I want to see this card. Let's see. Uh, Soaring show off. Show oh, it's off. so pretty. Bird warrior. Uh, when it enters the battlefield, each player draws a card. Two, two for a two and a blue. That's cute. It's super cute. I like that. So that was the question. Uh, is the magic community ready for peacock person tribal? Absolutely. Yes, always. Yes. 100%. I love peacocks. Did you know, fun fact, that a female peacock is called a peahen? <laughs> Yeah, I learned nice. that, and I thought that was very funny. Uh, Roman wants to know, follow up to that question, if the community isn't ready, should Watsy just uh, push it anyway to improve it? Yes. Yes, I would like to see more peacocks in magic. Absolutely. 
Um, and Zalakar asks, of the various planes settings that have only received a single set or block, which would you oh. most like to see revisited? I know my answer is just like straight Theros, straight up. Snap. Yeah, single set Snap call, Theros. Theros. I want to go back to Lorwyn. Lorwyn is my yeah. answer. And uh, yeah, we had Lorwyn flashback drafts actually on yeah. Magic Online this past week. And I drafted a deck. I've actually only played two games that I still have a third one to play but it's super complicated yeah like the board states get really complex and there's a whole bunch of on the onboard tricks and there's hideaway lands and all sorts of really cool things going on in Lorwyn nice. and I like tribal as well which I know not everybody likes but I, I personally like like to play that style and so yeah. I would love to go back to Lorwyn I love Theros I miss Theros yeah Theros is also oh, excellent so good bestow still one of my favorite mechanics um there's just so much about that set that I really enjoyed so. yeah that's it for yeah. me. If you want to send questions to our mailbag, you can become a patron on patreon.com slash mtacast and you get automatic access to our Discord server where people talk about all sorts of things. There's hangouts, there's mailbags, there's suggestions for the show, there's standard modern and cube and popper channels. There's everything you could ever want, including a channel called 1-800-HELP-US-DRAFT <laughs> if you need yeah. help with drafting. Yeah. <laughs> So this brings to an end Magic the Adventuring episode 278. That's right, everyone. This podcast episode happened and it can't unhappen. It had to end sometime, you know. That's the right. The episode had to be over in about an hour or so. Just like all good things and also all bad <laughs> Also, all mediocre things. That's true. You know, people say all good things must come to an end. Well, all, mo- all bad things must come to an end, too. That's true. Generally. Unless you're in hell. <laughs> Did you say an owl? <laughs> Unless you're an owl? You know what they say, bad things never stop happening <laughs> to owls. <laughs> owls really, really got the short end of the stick as far they as really that's did. Poor owls. <laughs> that's why their heads can turn all the way around. So they try not bad to say their bad things. Always happening. Have you seen an owl p- pull up its little feather skirt and run? <laughs> I saw a video of an owl running with, with its legs out and like its fur, its fe- fur, its feathers like tucked up and running, and you can see its owl legs. It's really weird, <laughs> quite unsettling. That sounds really weird. Owls are one of the funniest animals. I'm saying it, and I won't take it back. They always yeah. look so mad, and it's very funny to me. What I said was, it, unless you're in hell. Oh. <laughs> dark. Yeah, dark. which is just dark. Um, but So that's our podcast. <laughs> Catch you next week. <laughs> hey, patrons, thank you once again. If you're not a patron yet, make this the episode where you make a difference in our lives and the lives of everybody who wants to play magic and have a super fun, great community. Head to patreon.com slash mtacast and become a member today and uh, more sweet benefits on the way for you very soon. So get in now uh, before we announce those in the very near future. That's right. Also, thank you once again to cardkingdom.com slash mtacast and ultrapro, ultrapro.com. Both spectacular places. You can go to Card Kingdom to get sweet Ultra Pro stuff. Yeah. And all of your magic needs. And if you're going to be at Grand Prix Washington, D.C., in quotation marks, coming up this next weekend. <laughs> Not the full sentence, just the Washington, D.C. Yes. part. Yeah. <laughs> if you're, quote unquote, going, going to, to be, be at. <laughs> Megan and I will be there working, so come find us at the uh, coverage area and say hi. We'll we'll bring some some prizes. 
for the people who want to say hi. Bye.